this is Michelle Quintado with Open Door Talk. And as promised, we are recording here right after our live video. If you were able to catch us earlier today, it's Friday and I did a live video with one of my therapists that has joined my team, Natasha Merchant. And um, Natasha, you want to say hi? Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. Yeah, how's it going? So we are here on a Friday afternoon, beautiful Friday afternoon. And I just want to check in with you guys. There's so much that has happened and so many things that have changed, but I'm going to get right to it. So if you didn't hear our live video just a minute ago, we talked about our kids need therapy to fundraiser. And I just want to tell you guys that this is an important fundraiser for us because we have been able to help two kids already here at Open Door Talk. We've used over a thousand dollars and we were already raised over twenty. $2,400, which is great. We're not at our goal, which is $10,000 yet. So if you're hearing this and you want to donate, just want to let you know that every dollar goes to every kid that needs it. And the next thing that I want to let you guys know is the summer camps that are coming up. We are so yes. excited. Natasha and Amanda Lloyd are going to be facilitating the summer camps this year. I don't know. Do you want to tell them anything about your excitement regarding the summer camps? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be a chance for these younger kiddos. Um, I think we're doing what 11 to 13 year olds um, to really focus on, you know, working through some of those social anxiety, social awareness, skill building, and just getting to know each other. I think it'll be really exciting. It's going to be in our new location in our office that I'm super excited and pumped about. And there's a lot of cool things things around there. So I'm just really excited to work with these kids and, and see at the end of the week, you know, what we come up with and, and how we build new friendships. I think that's going to be the key of all of this. So yeah, yeah. stay tuned. We're, we're really excited. Stay tuned. I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm super excited about that. So if you have been following up with us and the live video, we talked a little bit about Natasha now focusing on doing family work here at Open Door Talk. She's also going to be continuing to work with the boys, but I think that as we started discussing what she's really excited about doing is solution focused brief therapy. And if you don't know what solution focused brief therapy is, I want to remind you that it's short term therapy, and it helps you stay on task and really focus on one or two things that are going on and how that would work is we like to call what we say case themes and the case themes could be either emotional health right if you're having some emotional crisis as if you were maybe experiencing anxiety and then maybe if you were having some relationship issues and you don't know how to get along with your parents or you don't know how to get along with your partner and that's where solution focused brief therapy would help it's anywhere from six to eight sessions if you have looked at my website you know I offer package sessions and so here at open door talk we're really intentional and if you give us a call you say hey I have my 16 year old son who is overwhelmed and cannot really focus on managing his emotions or maybe he just had a really bad breakup I want you to know that Natasha is going to be the therapist to work with and really be able to come and from a solution-focused brief therapy approach, which will be able to help you at a short six to eight session timeframes. And the family work that she's also doing is awesome here at Open Door Talk and the Triple P. Tell us a little bit about the Triple P. Some people might have missed the live video. So tell us again, what is Triple P and the type of family work that you're doing here? So Triple P is Positive Parenting Program. That's what it stands for. And it helps the family, rather it be the kids, the siblings, or the parents, 
reshape some of those behaviors that they're struggling with in the home. So sometimes, you know, parents struggle with kids being able to pick up their chores and be able to do their day-to-day task. And so we work on, well, what's the awareness, right? So what's going on that is not allowing your child to move forward? So we'll work with the parents, we'll work on target behaviors, we'll work on what needs to be changed, not just with the child's behavior, but maybe the tone for the parent or the way they approach the child or the consequences they're setting. So it's a little bit of um, a awareness and also skill setting and more techniques to allow you to really focus on the eight weeks of what needs to happen. You know, I give a lot of challenges. I give a lot of homeworks. It's a lot of consistency that we try to build on just so that the parents can also feel like they're getting something from this. You know, a lot of parents like to tell us that there's a lot of things that these kiddos struggle with that may not be school related or influenced from the outside. Right. So right now in the pandemic and, you know, just being able to get out of this pandemic, there's struggles. Right. So we were in it. We felt it. And now when we're coming out of it, there's a lot of anxiety about how do we relive or how do we go back to that normal setting of the day to day, going back to school, going back into the office. And so those are some things that we also talk about in Triple P is those influences from around us. How can that impact the behaviors in the home? Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, one thing that you guys must be aware of is that we had been focusing our energy, our time on the Gen Z population. But I cannot stress this enough. We also work with the Gen Z and their families. And so one thing that you find here at Open Door Talk is that we are all about the families and how to work with them so that they are getting along better, communicating better, and have the skills that they need so that they're able to have a better family home life. It does not serve us very well to work with a child. And then if their family members were having problems at home and they were still going into that chaos or stressful environment, it would not really serve us any good to help our kiddos here if they were still going in that. So one of the things that we do is work with the families so that everybody is healthy, they're getting along, and they're working through those skills. And I think that when it comes to Natasha and the work that she does, she is phenomenal because she has able to learn these skill sets through Triple P and be able to teach that to the parents as well as the kids. And believe it or not, I mean, I've done the work as well. We have seen successful families when we have finished our Triple P week to 10 week session. So that is one thing that I am really happy about having here. So Natasha, what would you say would be a typical family issue? I know you've mentioned a few here and there, but what would be a typical family issue that would be something relevant to how you would apply some of the triple P skill set or even offer family sessions for a particular um, situation that could be happening with with the family that might reach out to you for therapy? So sometimes, you know, it's really hard to be able to identify our emotions and be able to sit in our emotions, right? So labeling our emotions are very important. Being able to recognize what those emotions are doing to our thoughts and then what those thoughts do to our actions, right? So sometimes we look at, hey, this is the emotion. So sometimes it might be loneliness and our thought could be, We don't belong here. I don't want to belong here. And then your action turns out to self-harming behaviors. And so we try to look at how can we do a thought switch. So we 
are okay being in the emotion and being able to do a thought switch so our action doesn't become so negative and reinforced. And so looking at that, a lot of it has to do with consistency on both ends. And so some of the families I see and some of the clients I work with, it really has to do with how effective is your communication and how consistent are you with what you're wanting in the home. So, you know, natural consequences. Sometimes parents give consequences out of anger and they don't fulfill it because it was in the moment. I got mad at my child. This was the thing that I wanted to respond to. I reacted, told them they couldn't have their phone for a whole month. Come on now. We know that's not realistic, right? So just being able to kind of work through, you know, what is it that can be more of a consistency with your natural consequences and a reason for your child to be motivated to earn back what they've lost that privilege, right? And so some of those things are what I've been seeing and focusing on and helping families um, throughout this time that I've been working with clients at Open Door Talk. And, and I've seen success and, you know, being able to hear families come back to sessions and tell me, hey, that homework, that routine, that worked, you know, like we monitored our behavior. We were able to see that it's our tone that's making our child react and yell and, and become so afraid that they don't want to communicate with us. Um, so those are the things that I'm seeing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, you hit that right on point. I mean, even for me as a parent, I know that I've had my moments with my toddlers where I'm like, go over there, do this over here. And then my tone is off and I have to kind of check myself, right? Like check myself before I wreck myself kind of thing. Yeah. And I just give myself that own accountability for me to change the tone, change my reaction. I could see that the response also changes as well. But it's so hard as a parent to navigate through all the stressors, right? And if you're working or not working, I mean, single parent job is a job. I mean, I have to say shout out to all my single parents out there and the ones that are stay at home moms or stay at home dads. I mean, all the credit to you guys. It's very hard mentally to go through all these like life experiences and child development when you're having to parent and also model and teach and change. And I mean, you have to do so many different things as a parent in order to get a good response from your child so that it can benefit the relationship between you know your child and yourself and then also be able to cultivate that and it be something that it flourished later on in life that become you know a better and more stable relationship as your children become adults so yeah this is really hard to navigate through I, as you're talking i'm thinking oh yeah changing my tone. Sometimes I have to check myself. Mm -hmm. for that. I, I love that. I love that you said that. So moving on to the boys, solution focused brief therapy. If there were any boys listening right now, what would be some things that you can help them with? And I say particularly if they were coming and they were saying, I'm going to sign up for six to eight sessions. We have to think about this for a second. If there was a kid out there who was going through some really serious mental illness and they were having so many like crisis situations that were happening, that would be really difficult for them to come in for solution-focused brief therapy because, you know, solution-focused brief therapy is exactly what it's called. Solution-focused brief therapy is brief. So right. what would be an ideal client that would come in and work with you for a brief time? So an ideal client could be maybe a teenager or an adolescent that struggled with a breakup, right? like a terrible breakup, they had a hard time navigating their emotions, they had a hard time being able to keep their anger separate from, you know, feeling the disappointment, or maybe the rejection or the guilt of the breakup. So we work around a lot of those self worth stuff, right? Like what is self esteem to a boy? Because honestly, boys, they they have feelings too. 
right? They should be able to really express themselves. And, and sometimes they feel like they can't because they're being judged or there's people looking out there that are saying, hey, you're tough, you're a boy, you shouldn't have to cry, right? And so that judgment and feeling of the influences from outside really take a troll on these boys and, and they're not able to really work through their emotions and then they get stuck in an emotion. So it's really navigating and validating them for their feelings and then working through, you know, solution focus on how to problem solve. So if you're feeling angry with the breakup, what can I do to support you? How can I give you skills and techniques to help you cope ahead when you feel that anger again? Yeah, that's very, very good. And it's exactly what is called problem solving. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, going back to what you said, I think we said this in the live video, but boys being okay to cry, being vulnerable, and sometimes letting other people know, like women and young ladies, that if you see a boy break down, if you see a young man having an emotional moment, giving them the space to have that moment and to mm -hmm. also be comfortable with allowing them to express themselves. Because I think I mentioned before that sometimes, especially for us women, we're not used to seeing boys or young men really express emotion. And mm -hmm. when we're not used to something we don't see, we're uncomfortable when we see it. And we have to be very comfortable with that and allow them to have that space. Because when we allow that, then what we're doing is, you know, we're shifting the stereotypes, we're shifting the stigmas, and we're changing the world, we're changing our setting, we're changing possibilities for other young men to have that permission to express themselves that just as they should and just as we do as women. So it's very important. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that. So as we wrap up and we talk a little bit about all these different things, now you guys know what Natasha's doing. Our kids need therapy to fundraiser and the summer camp's coming up. Our trust the process group, I forgot to mention that. That's going on every Tuesday is an open group. If you're in the Atlanta area and you want to stop by at six o'clock in the evening in Woodstock, Georgia, you can stop by with a problem and we will be able to help you problem solve. There goes that word again. Mm -hmm. So now that we talked a little bit about all these different things, Natasha, what are some takeaways we can kind of give out to our audience so that they can leave with something? Because that's how my podcast is. We always try to give away something, a resource or something that we can help you with. Yeah, um, I would say mindfulness, you know, starting where you're at. So that's the first step is you got to get your mind cleared and in a place where you can be able to be present and then be able to work through some of those things. So if you go on our Instagram page, um, our Amanda has made a great mindful eating exercise that we've posted about so definitely check that out that is one way to definitely think about being present and being able to eat mindfully and that sometimes sounds kind of awkward and I tell my kids this all the time they're like what are we doing this Natasha but honestly at the end of it they're like oh this really helped yeah. yeah I'm open my senses are there like I can see that this is what I need to be doing so um, definitely check that out you know and then mindfulness breathing we all should just take a moment be able to inhale exhale take a moment to just you know feel our breath and allow ourselves to be there present and and that's what I would say would be the one big technique is you know just 
be yourself, be able to work through that. Yeah, I love that. And I think that the last thing I may want to add for me would be if you don't know any of that, and you're like, what is mindful eating? What is mindful breathing? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure that you will know what mindful breathing is. I hope so. But if you don't know anything else, and you don't know what to do to stay focused and pay attention in the moment, I want you to use your five senses. What can what do you see in the moment? What do you see right now? What do you smell? What do you taste? What can you touch? And what do you hear? And that's going to help you be mindful because mindful is being in the present moment, which I mentioned before in our live video that this world can go really, really fast. And there's so many things that can distract us. So I just want you to pay attention to your senses. If nothing else, pay attention to those things and be present and be in the moment. Thank you for tuning in. If you are currently having any suicidal ideations or any plans to hurt yourself, I want you to know that you can reach out to your hotline, your nearest hotline where you live, or you can call 911. Thank you, Natasha, for joining. And this is Michelle Pintado with Open Door Talk.